home of Arizona Cardinals football. 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Wolf and Luke, Burns and Gambo, Big Red Monday, Crosstalk. Yeah, it is a Big Red Monday following a thrilling come-from-behind win by the Arizona Cardinals in Vegas yesterday. Joining us for some Big Red Crosstalk right now is Gambo, of course, of the Burns and Gambo Show, which you can hear right here from 2 to 6 every weekday. Gambo, that was uh, that was insanity yesterday. <laughs> but, uh, I know there's a lot of questions still around this team, but I guess let's just start with the simple fact that they badly needed a win, and they got one in about as dramatic a fashion as you could get. Yeah, there's always going to be questions on just about every team out there. But, you know, when, when that game was over, as badly as they played early and as well as they played late, I, I really wasn't thinking about questions. I was thinking about, I, I just wonder if a win like that can, can pro- propel them to some big... That's a big win. Like, that. Yeah. you saw how excited they were. Man, that, that sideline going crazy. Run. I just wonder if a win like that could propel them, them to bigger and better things. Johnny, your, your thoughts of Kyler Murray, um, it just seems like that second half was so different. Um, maybe his best effort as quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals since he showed up here. Your thoughts on Kyler Murray? Yeah, I think that's the win that everybody looks at to justify the contract and say he's special. Like, he could do things that nobody else can. You know, well, if I went back and looked at the, 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 uh, the two-point conversion, the 22-yard two-point conversion play, like, seven times. I mean, yeah. really. Just to just to break it down, I mean, he takes the snap and he he ends up going 15 yards backwards because he avoids some pressure on the left from two guys, and then he cuts back. He, he retreated, but that allowed his offensive line to set up. I th- put a couple pictures out there. They had a they had a wall set up. I mean, it allowed his offensive line to reset and give him that protection. Then he was able, and it wore out the the Raiders, and he was able to just you know zigzag all the way into the end zone. But it was an incredible play. But I really, like, in all honesty, the, the past A.J. Green is... Because yeah. everybody will talk about his running ability. We know he has that. But to be able to put that thing on a dime to A.J. <laughs> right. Green, like, like the difficulty in that... To go back and look at that throw several times, too, right? The difficulty in that throw. And he just got it over the fingertips of, I think it was Teamer, the defensive player. I just... I was really impressed by some of his throws as well. Yep. Gambo's joining us for some Big Red Crosstalk right now. Uh, Gambo, Isaiah Simmons makes a huge play in overtime to knock the ball loose that Byron Murphy uh, picks up and takes to the end zone, but he didn't play, I think it was two snaps Isaiah Simmons played in the first half, so in addition to losing the green dot, he didn't really get to play for a good chunk of this game. What did you make of that? Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I think that he's got a lot, a lot to learn. I mean, I, like Zavin played every snap. Mm-hmm. Now, on that play, that was a, that was just a big time play, right? I mean, they showed six players rushing, and Zavin and uh, and Isaiah were supposed to shoot like the a gaps, but then Isaiah kind of peeled back. He didn't rush, and then he's just man. His ability to get to the sideline was just so amazing because they showed a six man rush with that line, and they were trying to knock the Raiders out of field goal range, right? If you can get a sack there or a negative play, you, you push them back because they were getting in close to field goal range. So I thought that was an incredible play. I mean, we'd have to ask Vance as to why he didn't play as much in this game. Um, obviously, they felt something. Uh, you know, look, they had a hard time ever since Jordan Hicks left, right? Just getting guys lined up is not the easiest thing in the world to do. But the kid's natural talent on that play shown, and I think that they've got to continue to get him those reps. 
How about your thoughts on Zayvon Collins, the fact that he and Buda Baker played every snap? 100%, the, yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's a great sign for Zayvon. I expect it from Buda, right? But I think it's a great right. I think it's a great sign for Zayvon. Look, I mean, there were three chances at a turnover before the one that, that Isaiah caused that, that Murph picked up, right? You almost had the interception by Jalen Thompson, and then you had, you know, Zayvon jarring the ball loose from Renfro, who had an awful overtime. But, you know, you got to make plays. Like, you know, you could, I mean, you know, this right you can have an average average game and then you make one forced fumble that you recovered at least to a score and it's that was a great game right so you can yes, just have an average yeah. you have an average game and then you make a play like that you make great players make plays you make a play like that Zavin you know almost had that they just didn't recover the fumble but I think it's a great sign that that he played and not only played but played well Gambo's joining us. Uh, Gambo, you mentioned, you know, how far can a win like that, the way it happened, potentially propel this team? And the flip side is, I mean, at halftime, you know, we're getting the Herm Edwards news at the same time as as the Cardinals are down twenty to nothing to the Raiders. That was about the low point for football in the Valley. It looked like this was going to start to get really bad, and you had a pretty good chance of being zero and two going up against the Rams next week. So just the fact that they were able to turn it around and show that that sort of resiliency, I don't know that we've seen that resiliency out of this team in a year least. Yeah, I think it shows a lot of maturity, right, and belief in the system. They never got down. I mean, from Kyler's perspective, you know, when my, you know, my notes on that is you didn't see any sulking. You didn't see any pouting. You didn't see him throwing anything. I mean, they're down, you know, by 20 and they, they, they slowly methodically come back. And I thought that that was great. The, his leadership was tremendous. Now, what does it do? Look, I don't think the NFC is that good like the AFC. So if you could get to nine wins, you're probably going to get in the playoffs. So I always look at that. You know, Carolina, some people liked Carolina. They're not playing that well. So I, I every win, right, every win, you're, just, you're trying to get back to the playoffs. Win the division or wild card, whatever it may be. So a win like that, you know, there's, a, there's only so many games in the season. I'm, guys, we're down to 15 games. Only 15 games left. I mean, so, yeah, every win when you're trying to get to the playoffs is huge. especially And their ability to win on the road is just mind-boggling to me. They, they don't play well at home, but, man, do they play well on the road. Yeah, no, you're right about that. Um, Nine and one in their last ten, not counting the playoffs. <laughs> it's crazy. totally incredible, yeah. right there. You know, also too, Byron Murphy is a guy I don't think we're talking enough about. We 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 talk about the scoop and the score, of course, in overtime, and rightfully so. That was big, but man, the job he did overall on Devonte Adams. That to me, right there, if ever there was one guy that you'd need to step up in a game like that, it was Byron Murphy, and I think he did just that. You know, the entire secondary really, I thought, did a decent job hanging in there. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't, I, I glance at the grades. I don't pay him so much attention. Like they didn't grade Marco Wilson out very well, but I thought he was fine. Devonte Adams had seven. Devontae Adams had seven targets. He had two catches. The last time he had less than three catches in a game, you got to go back to 2006. 17 when Brett Hundley was his quarterback. Wow. <laughs> so the last time Devontae Adams had less than three catches, 2017, Brett Hundley was his quarterback. So, you know, that's just an incredible job to yeah. shut him down. And then Renfro, man, I mean, if I'm Renfro, I, I couldn't sleep last night, you know, after those two fumbles. So they shut down that. They, you know, Crosby had an impact on the game, but obviously Chandler Jones didn't do anything. So I thought the offensive line, to me, nobody's talking about the offensive line. I thought the offensive of line did a phenomenal job in that game. Getting Justin Pugh back was huge. Yep. 
Yeah, and they got better as the game went on. Gambo, thanks a lot, man. We'll be listening to it, too. All right, boys. Thanks. Thanks, Johnny. Gambo yep. joining us right there for some Big Red Cross talk. Do you know a high school student with great character? We want to hear about them and how they make an impact on our community. So text character to 620-620 and share their story. And what's in it for them is a $10,000 scholarship from Parker and Sons and Arizona Sports. So text character to 620-620. We come back. Kyler Murray took over the second half yesterday. How did he do it? We'll break it down next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Have Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury join us here in about a half hour for his uh, his weekly segment. Here we're out at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center. Wolf, a lot of players, a lot of different players stepping up for the Cardinals to win that game yesterday. But there's no denying that Kyler Murray was at the forefront of all of it. We just had Gambo on, and he mentioned what you and I mentioned earlier in the show too the the 21 second scramble on a two point conversion where he ultimately gets in is the one everybody's showing the highlights of today, and it's all over ESPN. PN, it's the one everybody's talking about. But the throw to AJ Green on the second two point conversion when when there was no time left on yeah. the game clock is a just a great throw. B it's the sort of throw that Kyler critics say he can't make because he had to step up and throw right over the middle of the field. And it would have been a tough throw for any quarterback to yep. make. Kyler Murray, if you're listing the reasons they were able to come back and win that game yesterday, is obviously number one. Yeah, you know, once again, I think of the arm talent and I think of the leg talent with Kyler Murray right there. The fact that he is a combination of Patrick Mahomes, and I'm talking just from a talent perspective, the arm talent of Kyler Murray, the arm talent of Patrick Mahomes, the the leg talent of Lamar Jackson, the leg talent of Kyler Murray. He is the blend to me of those two guys from a physical talent perspective. Perspective. I'm not talking about talent overall and performance and what he's doing. I'm just talking about from a skill set. I think Kyler Murray is the most talented quarterback in the National Football League because of his arm talent and because of his leg talent. Well, it speaks to this team in general because I think we saw yesterday they kept getting in their own way with some of the pre-snap issues and just the way they played in the first half. And then ultimately, talent kind of took over for them. Not to say the Raiders are, are, are not a talented team, but it was almost the Raiders were almost secondary <laughs> in, in the second half of this game, honestly. It was, are the Cardinals going to figure it out or not? As a team, Wolf, the, the biggest issue for the Cardinals really seems to be they've got talent, especially on offense. They've also got talent on defense that's unproven in the form of, of Zayvon Collins and yeah. Isaiah Simmons. They have talent. It's just a matter of being able to harness it and get the most out of it. And at least for a quarter and a half and a little bit of overtime yesterday, we saw them look a lot more like the team we saw for the first three months of last season and nothing like the team that ended last year or started this year. Yeah. Um, boy, it's so funny you bring up Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. I'm sorry, because other than Kyler Murray, can I just tell you right now the Zayvon Collins, the fact that Zayvon Collins played every snap defensively for the Arizona Cardinals, and the only other guy to do that was Buda Baker? 
that encourages me like you have no idea, especially when you juxtapose how much better I thought Zabin actually got from the first half to the second half, as a lot of people did on the defensive side of the ball. Um... That tells me that there is hope. There is reason to believe that Zayvon Collins, at some point in time, he had the green dot. He was making the calls out there, the checks as well. At some point in time in that second half, I think the light bulb went on. I have not looked at the tape, right? I just got the tape. I just got it. Um, typically, tonight is when I sit down, and I'll take a look at it. I cannot wait to, z- to see Zayvon Collins and how much better Zayvon Collins got from the first half to the second half. But the fact that it was a team win overall, that Kyler Murray, hey, listen, Kyler Murray, we've seen Kyler Murray do some incredible things. Now, we haven't seen Kyler Murray lead his team back to the degree in which we did yesterday, but we've seen him do some incredible things on the field. Zayvon Collins? Man, that's a reason to be encouraged as well, because if that light bulb is going on in the shed, it could be a really, really good trend for the Cardinals. This is Kyler Murray after the game, because one thing he kept doing that was not working consistently, and it really wasn't on Kyler Murray, Wolf, was going to A.J. Green. And some of those plays were really difficult-looking catches, but A.J. Green just really was not consistently coming down with them until he made that huge play in the back of the end zone on a two-point conversion. Here's Kyler afterwards talking about continuing to go to AJ Green. Yeah, I mean, as you can see, you know, uh, you know, whatever, whatever happens, if he drops a ball or uh, you know, you saw, I kept going back to him, um, and then he ended up making the big play, two point conversion. Um, those are plays I know he can make. I know he trusts himself to make. Uh, you know, he's put the work in, and, and he, he beats himself up for not making those plays. But I got full faith in him. I have to. I have no choice. You know, there's a, I believe in him. Um, I believe every, you know, believe in everyone out there. So um, we had a ton of guys make plays today. Keith made plays. Dorch made plays. Zach made plays. Everybody, everybody chipped in for this one. So. Greg Dorch did make plays, by the way. Dorch got his first career touchdown. Like he just he continues to obviously he's flying under the radar nationally, but I think even with Cardinals fans, it's like, oh yeah, uh, who's the third guy out there? Like Greg Dorch has probably been their best receiver the first two games of the season. He wasn't even a lock to make the team at the the start of camp. I think you're right about that. Um, Greg Dorch, oh my goodness, Um, this is a kid I'm rooting for big time. Okay, I'm I'm rooting for Greg Dorch to stick. He's getting. the opportunity. He's giving, getting the ability to go out and show what he can actually do. And he's starting to pay off in a big, big way. Um, I, I was, I, I agree with you. I thought he was the best receiver the Arizona Cardinals had. Now listen, Hollywood made some great plays. He really did. Hollywood Brown, the one-handed catch that he makes that against absurd. cover two, where he had the corner underneath him carrying the fade. And he had the safety over the top, of course. The throw by Kyler Murray to actually get it in there was special, but the one-handed catch, I thought it was a touchdown. I don't understand I how I, they I, kept I, him I, out of the I end I really zone. didn't understand why that all of a sudden got pulled to the not even the goal line, it was like the two-yard line. It was a half-inch? No, it was a half. Was oh yeah, it? you're right, you're right. Yeah, half, yeah. yeah, the half-yard line they called but it. But still, it didn't, it, it looked like it was it just looked like it was a no-brainer. If he caught the ball, it was a touchdown, but whatever. It, it, it's 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 another play in this game, Wolf, and I know this is why if you're a pessimist today, you're looking and saying, how sustainable is this? Yeah. There, there's certainly, that's a very valid question. How sustainable is it to win games like that? Because when you go back through, and even when we were listening to Big Red Reacts earlier in the show, 
so many plays like that where it's like uh, Hollywood's got to come up with this one-armed catch and Kyler's got to make this perfect throw to A.J. Green. He's got to make a 21-second two-point conversion. All of these things had to happen just to get them to overtime, yeah. you know? There's got to be an easier it. way. And they did, right. But again, they did it. They did do it. Now, stop and think about that. Have you ever been in a pressure-packed situation located? Obviously, ever been this in show every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, you're really up against it. You're yes. kind of feeling like, man, I, I got to do this. I got to do this. is going to be a hard thing. This is going to be a really hard thing. This is going to be a hard climb for me. And all of a sudden, you do it. You go through the process. It is hard. And there was a lot of pressure. And yet, you, you got it done. Man, how, how good do you feel, Basinonians, when you can actually say that, that you faced it, and you got on top of it, and you did it, and you completed it, and you got it done? Man, that makes you feel really, really good because you feel really confident. If it happens again, I can do it again. Yeah. that that's This Cardinals team should not feel like they are out of a game after what they did yesterday. Now, I don't want to test that because I know who's coming in. I don't want the Rams to be up 27 nothing at halftime. People being like, hey, do you think you're out of the game? But if they hang around in these games... Yeah. They should, rightfully so, feel like, okay, if you're in striking distance with Kyler Murray, you're going to have a pretty good chance. It's just the last few games, going back to last year, they weren't even in the game in and the second gonna half. We're going to talk an awful lot about this going forward this week. The Rams, and here come the Rams, man, into the farm, State Farm Stadium. Cannot wait for that. Just want to see them play well. Go out and play well. Text us your thoughts to the Vandal text line at 620-620 right now. And yeah, when we come back, what did we see from Zayvon Collins yesterday? And what led to less snaps for Isaiah Simmons? What does that mean going forward? It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! Big Red Monday and Wolf and Luke on Arizona Sports. Presented by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. Back here at the Dignity Health Arizona Cardinals Training Center, Cliff Kingsbury will be joining us in about 10 minutes as we uh, wrap up the show here today. Wolf, I'm looking through some of these uh, these notes from the game. Yeah. We were just talking last segment about how many different things, when you get down by 20 at halftime, how many different things have to go right and how many things can't go wrong. Do you remember the like shovel pass off of Daryl Williams' face that yes. just popped up in the air that yes. if that gets picked off, it's just over too. Like there's all of these little plays that's like, oh yeah, if that uh, if the Raiders could pick that up or how many balls popped up in the air in the fourth quarter it was like if any of those get intercepted, it was just over. But it wasn't over and they gave Kyler Murray couple chances to uh, to get the Cardinals back in this, and he was able to get them back in it. We've talked a lot about him. I'm sure we'll talk about him again with uh, with Cliff when Cliff gets in here in just a few minutes, but defensive side of the football, you were talking about Zayvon Collins a little bit last segment. Isaiah Simmons didn't play much in this game, barely played at all in the first half, and yet made a huge play in overtime. Again, we've seen him do this in the past for the Cardinals. This is J.J. Watt, who, oh, by the way, was back in this game talking about Isaiah Simmons. Yeah, no, he did it he did a hell of a job. I mean, for him to obviously get it news that he didn't necessarily want during the week, but to still go out to practice, still work hard, and then come in the game and make literally the biggest play of the game, um, pretty incredible. And I think it speaks volumes to we need every single guy on this team. Whether you are starting or not starting, we need every single guy to bring their best, and he did that today. 
Yeah, he did that. He's no doubt the microcosm of the entire game. When you think of his first half, Isaiah Simmons, and the fact that he had two reps, the fact that Isaiah Simmons, a guy that was taken number eight overall, a guy that had the green dot coming into this season, a guy that you were depending on, your star backer, suddenly has only played two reps in the first half. You basically benched him, and then for him to come out in the second half and play more in the second half, play better in the second half, and then suddenly make the play that changes the game and ends the game ultimately, it's just he was the microcosm of this entire team and how this entire team played in the first half as juxtaposed to the second. He really was he really has been actually for the for you know a few of these games in his career but i cannot help but wonder now wolf what's going to happen against the rams because we still don't know if the first half of this game yesterday was a hey, we think we have a better chance without you on the field because you didn't look right at all against Kansas City, or if it, that was to send a message. What that was, if that was some sort of dis- I don't know what it was, but for him to not play but two snaps in the first half, it's one thing, and you said this before off the air, you've know, you, you you've already taken the green dot from him and given it to somebody else. Yeah. If you were trying to send a message, you've already sent the message. You don't have to then sit him, too, unless you truly feel like you're better off without him on the field. And I find that hard to believe, big picture, that they're better off without Isaiah Simmons on I've, the field. I've got a feeling right now that maybe there's a lesson involved here. Maybe there's something that they're trying to really get his attention and say, this is the way that he, this is what we expect from me. I, I have no idea what I'm saying, but it seems like what they did was so drastic that they were going to try to take the opportunity to send a message to Isaiah. And hopefully it was going to be a message that won't soon be forgotten. He really is the personification of this team at times, where when he is out there and he's playing at his best, you're like, okay, this is this guy's all the talent in the world. How many other defensive players can play corner, safety, inside linebacker, edge rusher, and play it like this? All the talent in the world, but then sometimes cannot ch- channel that talent into yeah. actual success, which at times has been the Cardinals over the last year. So and a half. we're also going to talk a little bit about Zayvon Collins right here. You Z- just want to talk Zavin about Zayvon Collins? My goodness, he played every rep defensively for the Arizona Cardinals. There was one other player, Basinonians, that played every rep on the defensive side of the ball. Buddha Baker. <laughs> so let's say okay, Buddha Baker and Zayvon Collins. Two guys that did not come off the field for the Arizona Cardinals. Would you say that's a good trend right there? <laughs> that Zayvon Collins is actually getting lumped in with Buda Baker in the same category of saying, you know what, we're better with Buda out on the field <laughs> every play. It's a good it's a good group to be in. You said Buda and Zayvon both played hundred percent of the snaps. They played sixty seven defensive snaps, and then the next two guys that played sixty six of the sixty seven were Byron Murphy and Jalen Thompson. Yeah. Okay. So that's the group you're in, Zayvon. You're there you in, go. You're, right. You're in there with Byron Murphy, Jalen Thompson, Buda Baker. Probably the three guys that people trust the most on this Cardinals defense right now. You're so right about that, Luke. I'm sorry about that, but uh, I'm sitting here thinking, man, if you would have told me that was Isaiah Simmons. I would have believed you 100%, right? Before the season started, yeah. if you would have told me in the second week of the season, you're going to have two guys that are going to play every rep, every snap in a game defensively for the Arizona Cardinals, I would have said, hmm, 
Buddha Baker and maybe Jalen Thompson. I would have said maybe Jalen Thompson. Jalen basically did. He missed one, maybe, one snap. But still, I would have said Jalen Thompson or maybe Isaiah Simmons. Isaiah Simmons, the star backer that you're going to move all over. It doesn't matter what kind of personnel group you've got out there. It doesn't matter what the down and distance is. It really doesn't matter because the star backer gets moved around. He can play anywhere. Are you kidding me? Why would you ever take the star backer off the field? You can't. He's the star backer. He's playing so, every position. If you would have told me that, I would have said, yeah, okay, I, I believe that. But now all of a sudden you're telling me it's not. It's Saban Collins, the other inside linebacker. Not the star backer, the Mike linebacker. Man, this to me really encourages me because this kid is loaded with talent. 260 pounds as a Mike backer who can run with tight ends down the seam. A guy that, yes, can do everything you need to do from that position. A guy you can even line up on the edge and let him play. But to me, this guy is a Mike Backard. If you tell me his eyes are getting right and suddenly he's starting to see things, and he is. He sees him slowly, but he sees him. And now he's making, he's, he's second on the team in tackles behind Jalen Thompson, who is the best tackler on the team, I think. Right there with Buddha, probably. Man, that's a good trend. Yeah, that that was one of the best things to come out of this game for the Cardinals defense yesterday. That and the fact that Byron Murphy essentially held Devontae Adams to two catches for 12 yards. Star of the game. In it did well. And Kyler or Byron Murphy, which I'm one? I'm just trying to say, oh, well, on the defense okay. side, we're, yeah. t- we're speaking with okay. the context. All right, of course, I just, I'm just making defense. sure. Star of the game, without a doubt, was Byron Murphy. Oh, my goodness, man. How many how many receptions? Two? Two for twelve for Devontae. Two for twelve Adams. for Devontae. And, and the Adams. one the one was a touchdown. It was like a two yard touchdown, but it was the sort of play that I don't know that you can really cover the way the Raiders ran it. It was just a quick like it, I I saw that play and I was like the Raiders could run this play from the two yard line. One hundred percent of the time they'll get in against any team in the NFL. But he didn't do anything other than that. Win tickets to see ASU take on Utah this Saturday at Sun Devil Stadium. Just head to the contest page on ArizonaSports.com to enter. All right, what did Cliff Kingsbury say to his team at halftime to flip the script yesterday in Vegas? He's going to join us next. It's the Wolf and Luke Show on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Your home for everything everything Cardinals. 98.7 FM, Arizona's Sports Station. In the red zone with Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Presented by Earnhardt Hyundai and Ford dealers. No bowl since 1951. Cliff Kingsbury is here for his uh, weekly segment with us, and uh, nice win yesterday, Coach. I would assume that's exactly how you draw it up, right? Just uh, set everything towards the end of the game and then take care of it all like that. Yeah, we wanted to uh, work on our comeback ability <laughs> early in the season, so we just thought we'd show up for the second half. So, obviously, of course, we, we're being a little facetious here, tongue-in-cheek, but at the same time, Cliff, there is value to that, isn't there? There is, yeah. To be able to overcome some of the things that that really self-inflicted, like we were talking about earlier, self-inflicted wounds, and um, they have a great team, and to spot them that type of lead and then be able to fight back and see what can happen when you execute at a high level, when you stick together and you continue to fight, that that could uh, serve us well moving forward, hopefully. The self-inflicted stuff that you were able to overcome yesterday, as a coach, do you look at that as, as easier to correct? I mean, you can't, you can't teach talent, right? But you can fix that stuff. Yeah, talent and effort, 
that you know is something we we know we have and, and we see it each and every day with the way our, our guys work and the type of roster we have but the mistakes and, and you know it's coaching it's playing it's all of it we, we got to tighten everything up and the first two weeks haven't been uh, the standard for us uh, as far as execution goes and, and play calling and all of those things um, in all three phases but um, this is, is, is one we can build off of and we got to get better in a hurry with our, our first division game on Sunday. Cliff the, the biggest thought that I have watching this game is not only the comeback I, I've never seen anything quite like that before I've been around this game for a long long time never seen anything like that but the fact that Kyler Murray was right in the center of that 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 makes it even that much better doesn't it? It does yeah he, he had that look in his eye he wanted the ball in his hands and, and whatever we called he was making work even if it wasn't open or even if we didn't protect it well he was going to make it work and uh, that was great to see must have game on the road against a, a great team in a hostile environment and he he took it over and, and he has that ability there's no doubt as a quarterback w- which one is more impressive to you the 21 second scramble in the two point conversion <laughs> or that throw to AJ Green to end regulation yeah I think the throw because that's the game that's the game I mean yeah. he, we knew that um, you know we squandered some timeouts I did a poor job on some of that stuff um, getting the plays in and the clock management and once we knew it was just a one drive deal and we kind of slowed it down to make sure there's no time left on the clock for them we knew hey we had to have this so to stand in there and make that throw the back the end zone like he did the only place it could have been that was a big time throw coach you just mentioned it right there um my second takeaway from the game that i wrote out of my notes is man the cardinals we won this game and yet fought ourselves the whole way it felt like that the the timeouts coach the delay of games and that talk a little bit about that and how do you fix that yeah we just gotta you know practice like like we play and i think it starts there you, you got to make the, those practice reps uh, as close to game like as you can as far as coaching and playing as far as getting the play calls in and operating the line of scrimmage all those things and um, we got to be better there's no doubt that that won't work moving forward and um made it a lot harder than it had to be but i think uh i think we'll learn from it and be better talking to cardinals head coach cliff kingsbury uh cliff the end the very end of the game that felt like it wasn't ever going to end byron murphy gets the touchdown they review it there's just sort of chaos on the field what are you thinking in that moment i'm yelling to get in the locker room <laughs> get on the bus and let's go i was like what are we waiting around for um that that, that would have been wild because you know those those vegas fans that's an interesting bunch that, that comes in there so it yeah. could have it could have went south in a hurry um but yeah that that was something he can learn from as well he, he was close to to being uh immortalized in a way he, he would not want to be but uh he's one of those guys the ball tends to bounce to him wherever he's at him he was on the other side of the field and, and hustles over there and, and and picks that ball up and and takes it in and, and just uh what a, what a finish so okay here you are you're down 20 to nothing at the half you come out and suddenly i see an offense that is not only moving the ball, but an offense that is still balanced. Cliff, how were you staying that controlled in that situation knowing man, you had to light it up? I thought for sure you were going to say, here we go, we're going to spread the field, we're just going to go. You stayed balanced. Why? Yeah, our defense you know, was getting some stops, and, and we knew they were playing too high shell, and it was going to be hard sledding to drop back and throw it every play against those ends. Those two guys are, are tremendous um, players, and, and uh, so we wanted to stick to to, um, keeping a balance, keeping them off balance, and luckily we're able to do that and had just enough time to get it done. 
I'm guessing if if we had told you before the game you could hold Devontae Adams to two catches for 12 yards, you'll take that too, huh? Yeah, I would have said there's there's no way. Um, <laughs> so I, the ball didn't go his way for whatever reason, and I, I, we had a great plan um, in place. Uh, VJ, I thought that's, that was going to be his his thing. He's not going to beat us. I mean, they've got a great running back, great tight end, great slot receiver, Devontae. I mean, they got a bunch of weapons, but we, we said going in he won't beat us, and uh, our guys did a good job of uh, finding him and, and trying to keep the ball away from him. At every level you have ever been in, have you ever actually called plays for an 18-play drive? Have you ever done that, Cliff? I, I don't think so. That's that's a new record. Um, and I, I lost. I'm all out of goal line plays. <laughs> um, 10-yard and end plays, so we're going to have to draw some up this week. Um, but we, we threw everyone we had at him, and, and uh, luckily Kyler made him work. What was the key to that possession right there? You absolutely had to have it. You got it done. What was the key to it overall? Uh, just guys staying focused. And like I said, once we realized we weren't going to have enough time to try and get the ball back if, if we didn't get the two-point conversion, if, if we needed two scores, uh, we just talked about you know settling in. We got time. We're, we're four downs the rest of the way. And so relax and, and uh, take advantage of those downs that, that we have to work with. And, and guys did and made plays when we had to. Your two young linebackers, Isaiah Simmons, doesn't play much in the first half, makes a big play in overtime. Zavin played the entire game. With Isaiah, is that is that growing pains, and are we seeing progress from Zavin, do you think? Yeah, Zavin has definitely made strides. The game slowed down for him some. Got, got a long way to go, there's no doubt, but uh, we're starting to see his athleticism show up more and, and not think so much. And with Isaiah, uh, it was one of those deals where the previous week didn't think he, he played as good as, as we know he can, and so we asked him to, hey, practice better and, and show us. And he practiced his tail off all week. He was focused, had a great week of practice, and came out and, and performed at a high level, and, and that's what we need to see moving forward. So, Coach, maybe I'm reading way too much into this. I probably am, right, being the old guy here. But you know what? I saw you come running out of the tunnel with your coaches at half, come running out at the half. You came back onto the field to start the second half. I didn't see any players. And I was thinking to myself, okay, what does that mean right there, right? Maybe they're back inside. It's a players-only deal. And they're saying, you know what? They're screaming at each other. <laughs> um, that's what we would have done back in the day. Was any of that going on? Yeah, we had some good leaders step up. Uh, I, I I didn't have much to say. I said, hey, it's not effort, fellas. You know, you're playing your, your butts off, which they were as far as effort. But it's just execution, coaches and players. And, and you know, coaches, I'm like, we're about to get this right. We're going to run out here and get this right. We're going to call better plays. And, and y'all got to execute. And, you know, they talked about it and came out and uh, played at a high level. Coach, we appreciate the time. As always, good luck against the Rams this week. Thank you all. Appreciate Cliff. it. Yes, sir. That's Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury joining us right there following yesterday's thrilling overtime come from behind win over the Raiders. And um, that's funny. They're out of plays inside the. <laughs> I just got six days to drop a few more, right? So funny. I mean, honestly, too. It, it. What was so ironic about it was the last four plays inside the ten yard line, all passes. Yeah. Because they didn't want to run it. Because obviously they had no right. They didn't have any there was, timeouts. There I mean, no that, that's timeouts. the other thing. You, and, and I'm thinking to myself, how many times did we see in preseason? Yeah. And I was I was shaking my fist at Cliff, <laughs> and I was basically saying, what are you doing, Cliff? We're practicing all these there was passes. No in, margin <laughs> for error at any point. Yeah, we don't even have any timeouts to I run was, these plays. Oh, my gosh. That blew me away. All right. Uh, thanks to Cliff for joining us, Paul. Calvisi, Zach Allen as well. Thanks to Aaron Maloney, uh, Jesse Morrison, Lauren Koval back at the studios for Wolf. I'm Luke. We got Burns and Gambo next right here on 98.7 FM Arizona Sports Station. 
listening to In the Red Zone with Arizona Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Presented by Earnhardt Hyundai and Ford dealers. No bowl since 1951. Your home for everything Cardinals. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station.